0: On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Orlando Magic. The fourth quarter offense just completely stalls out. Do the Mavericks have a bigger problem on their hands? They really miss
1: KP tonight, really miss Tim Hardaway,
0: but it's good seeing Jamal Mosley. Absolutely. We'll talk about that. We'll break down the week and a what if mm-hmm. watching this Orlando Magic team. We'll talk about all that coming up on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentzic, and this is Lockdown On KP Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions.
1: Time! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the
0: game! If you don't believe you shouldn't be here. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Eggstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can see us right now. And you know, you know it's, it's who day all day for me. It's who day all day for me. Thank How you to, are you feeling? Thank you to everybody that reached out to me, tweeted at me. It was great to see people be like... Congrats to the only Bengals fan I know, Nick Angst. (laughs) Well, you know what? You're joined by another one. No, 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 no. uh, Joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor writer at Mavs.com, the Ravens rambunctious renegade. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? (laughs) I am
1: a huge Ravens fan, but I'm super happy. I don't, like, hate the Bengals. If it's the Steelers, different story. But, no, I was going to (laughs) say, you're joined by another lifelong Bengals fan, LeBron himself, tweeting I guess so. Out a, a picture of of Burrow today. You know, I guess he just put his Browns and Cowboys gear up. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna be a Bengals fan now. Well, so, Burrow was uh, a
0: huge. I mean, Burrow's from obviously Ohio. He's from, he's a huge Cavs fan his his whole life, and so he yeah. like he's tweeted a bunch of stuff about LeBron. And so, but I thought it was interesting. LeBron tweeted the picture of Burrow from uh, from LSU and not from. The Bengals, but yeah, LeBron just goes where the wind goes on, <laughs> with football because with, with anything, LeBron He used to be a Cowboys fan, and then all of a sudden he was a uh, you know Browns, back to Browns, and then it was like Rams because he's in LA, and it just it doesn't matter with him. But uh, all right, let's get into today's episode. Of the Mavericks lose to the Orlando Magic in a game that I said that they were absolutely going to, <laughs> going to win. <laughs> yes, so you did. I'm just not going to call for any more wins or losses. Second night of a back to back for the Mavericks uh, without Porzingis, without Tim Hardaway Jr. But uh, this was a game the Mavericks had. It was right there for them. And it came down to that last fourth quarter. It came down to the last five minutes. I tweeted this out, but I'm, I'm going to go over it on the podcast. Starting at the, the five minutes and 16 second mark, the Mavericks did not make a field goal throughout the, the rest of the last five minutes. Here are the Mavs' offensive possessions in the last five minutes. Luka, turnover. Uh, Luka, missed three. Marquise Chris missed three. Maxi missed three. Luca fouled. Goes to the line, misses one of his free throws. Dorian missed three. Maxi missed three. Bullock missed three. Maxi missed three. Dorian gets fouled on the offensive rebound. Goes to the line. One of two from the line. Maxi turnover on that on that rebound he got. And then Maxi missed the two. Bullock got the offensive rebound, but he couldn't get the shot off in time. What do all those missed threes say to you? Because I see a lot of people, you know, throwing shade at Maxi and saying he's trash and all that kind of stuff. But what does that say to you that that's what the offense was at the end of this game? No, Maxi, um,
1: uh, Maxi's not trash.
0: No, he get out. He's he two of missed. seven from three. It's not that yeah, not that big a deal.
1: He he just misses, you know, his shots tonight. But I mean, a lot of people did right, like especially at the end of the game. Just like you said, it's, it's you know, you start really dissecting those last five minutes but then you also look at the shot quality of some of them too and it's like all right well it's not like that they were you know just doing step backs in people's faces and are 30 footers by luca four times in a row so it it wasn't something like that a lot of these threes were were open they were good looks it's like all right they just didn't go down and it sucked but you know that that's just kind of how it tonight felt like a game like a year and a half ago of There's just, there's no, no offense, you know, the guys struggling shooting, you know, it it just, it it felt, felt like an anomaly a little bit, especially over the past. Like, you know, you look at the past three weeks of this team, like the defense was not there tonight. They weren't hitting their shots, especially, you know, as of late. And it it just felt like a, a weird one-off type of game, a second night of back-to-back.
0: I know the Mavs defense was there in the first quarter and in the fourth quarter. It was not in Uh, the second quarter at all. Like Like, the defense completely fell apart in the second quarter. It was fine in the third. Like literally, just the score of the game kind of told you what the defense was in this game. I thought the defense was fine, and don't forget, like the the Mavericks lost this game. They missed. Listen to the last five minutes again of what they did on offense, and they still had a shot to win this game. And it was because of their defense. But to me, I look at a game like this, and I'm saying, okay, it cannot be just live and die by the three right? Jason Kidd came into this, this job for the Dallas Mavericks as a head coach and said, we won't live and die by the three, blah, blah, blah. And here it is. This is exactly the type of game that you want to try to avoid. And you have two guys on your team that are incredible in the mid range, incredible at posting up incredible at, you know, getting to the line doing that, doing that kind of stuff that they do in Luca and Brunson. I didn't say Brunson's name that entire time. Like Brunson did not finish a play the entire last five minutes and i think that is what has to change. If Luka is going to be doubled and trapped and all that, Brunson has to be the one to take advantage of it on the other end. He has to be able to get the ball and do something with it. And i'm not sure a lot of and a lot of it wasn't like like built up for him to do that. A lot of it wasn't called for him to to do that in this game tonight. They were just kicking out to open shooters and they went and tried for it and they're like, "All right, well maybe we'll make a couple of these and hey, if they make two of those threes, one of those threes, this is, we're maybe not talking about this."
1: Fourth quarter, Mavericks were seven of twenty from the field. They're two of twelve from three. That's in the entire fourth quarter, not even the last, you know, five minutes that Nick um rallied off there. But you know that counts you know, it, though.
0: The last five minutes is part of the
1: <laughs> it does it defined the season.
0: <laughs> it and defined this game for sure.
1: <laughs> when Luca was out at the beginning of the fourth quarter and it was a tight game, and I'm like, you know, Orlando made their little run there in the third. And, you know, they went up by 10. It's like, oh, dang, is this going to be one of those dumb games? Mavericks, you know, quickly came back, felt like in like 30 seconds, they were back in the game. But it was the fourth quarter is super, you know, the start of the Ford is super close game. You know, magic were up just a little bit. I'm like, all right, this is kind of it feels like a deciding moment here a little bit. And, you know, obviously no Porzingis in the game. No Tim Hardaway. This was a this was a prime tim hardaway six threes game and yes. mavericks win by Where like no 12. one's
0: watching except for us and he just goes off like the detroit game yeah. last year you know, it's like, like dang definitely it like one of those this games. this
1: is one of those games and, you know but when you lose the offense of, of kp and tim and then when luca's not on the floor you look at it and say all right jb now's your time like yeah. <laughs> this is when when the whole conversation about secondary creator playmaker you know that guy and being that guy that's when you needed JB tonight to step up and say, "All right, get me get me twenty
0: five tonight." When Luka's you know, put him thirty four. Marquise Chris <laughs> should not have more shot attempts than Jalen Brunson, right? That that just should not be a thing that happens. JB's got to call for his call for call for it yourself, man. Like call your own number. I think, like yeah. Jason Kidd, draw up some stuff for Brunson, clear out for Brunson. If they're gonna double Luca like that, take advantage of what Brunson has become this year. Uh, and he was Crisp. efficient
1: in his, in his shots. You know, he nah. took. He shot fifty four percent from the field, sixty six. Because he, he
0: always 17. makes the right decision, and he does. But you gotta sometimes, if you're gonna be the guy to step up, you have to make a selfish decision instead of just the right basketball decision. Yeah. And uh, and I felt like that's something that needs to change. Yeah. Marquis Chris with twelve shot attempts and Brunson with eleven, while Luca has twenty two. Like that shouldn't happen, right? KP never finishes a game with like ten shot attempts, right? He's always he's always going for it. He's trying to be that number two. You have to step into that role, especially with Tim and you know Porzingis out of the game. Now, there's yeah, a lot. There's a lot of different things, but the Mavericks are going to struggle with this th- until they finally get it because of yeah. Tim and, and when Porzingis is out.
1: And that's why I say it felt like a game from like last year, a year and a half ago. <laughs> it felt like dang when we just lived and died by Luca. And it has felt like the season. Brunson has taken that step. You know, KP has been healthier and putting up points. And it's like, all right, it has. It felt it hasn't felt as heavy on Luca's shoulders. Tonight was one of those nights. I mean, the dude put up 34 points, 11 assists, 12 rebounds. He was 13 of 22 from the field, hit four threes in a game. He was a plus 11 in a loss. Um, you know, the plus minus numbers on this are. You know, you look across it and it's like Dorian was a plus six. But then like Maxi in the starting lineup with Luca was a minus 10. Luca was a plus 11. You know, JB was a minus five in this game. So it's just like it felt like Luca and then the supporting cast tonight. And I think, you know, we can handpick which guys that, hey, who do we want to blame the most? Maxi, JB, all this. I, I kind of look at, at Jalen Brunson a lot in this and saying, all right, like big contract coming this summer. I, this was a night that I needed him to be a CJ McCollum. Helping Dame put up, you know, 30 in a game, something like that. And yeah, it just couldn't get there.
0: Cause the Mavs have no other offensive options besides these catch and shoot threes and the lobs to Chris and Powell. That's why I'm not as like I'm not as upset
1: with the end of the fourth quarter by saying, Man, it just ended in all these threes. Because they were open threes. And I'm like, well, what else do we have? What what else do we have to freaking do? Like, even on the very last play of the game for Dallas, like Luca got the ball. Luca drove to the basket. What happened? Three dudes like, came in on him. Now he drove to the right side, kind of into you know that corner defender there, and then you know Franz came over the top and was like almost a triple team. It was definitely a double team on Luca. So it's like, hey, drive to the basket, but you drive to the basket, so then you can kick out, and they kicked out, and they had open threes. They just didn't make them tonight. So I'm not as upset about the shot selection. It's just he's got to make the dang shots.
0: Coming up. There's a what if built into this game. There's some Mavs connections Mm. here. A couple figures, not just the coach, but there's a couple figures on this Mavs team that really make this team a big what if for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about that a little bit more and break down this game a little more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you haven't had these before and you've been listening to us for a long time, just trust us. Trust us. Trust us. They're good. We've had so many listeners reach out to us and say these are incredible bars. I get them all the time. I spend my own dang money on this. Like the like literally these advertisements pay us to read these advertisements and then we get paid from them and then I turn around and give that money back to them to get their product, right? Like that's basically how this is working. Coconut brownie chunk is the best bar, 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, seven grams of sugar in a bar covered in 100% chocolate with like little brownie chunks on top of it. That's what makes it, right? Those little brownie chunks on top make it, and it's an incredible snack. It's an incredible meal replacement or a meal tied yourself over until they also have the puffs bar, so don't have the same kind of consistency. They have marshmallow in the middle. I love those. I just ordered a new box. Of churro puffs, 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 6 grams of sugar. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order at built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into this game just a little bit more. The Mavericks made more mistakes than just the missed threes, right? There was way more mistakes in this this game. Uh, They had 18 turnovers in this game. They allowed the Magic to score twenty six points off of those eighteen turnovers. They just had five five against the Pacers for reference. They just like this team, you know, can can vacillate. Wassel, Wassel is the word I thought. <laughs> I thought that's the word wassel that came to mind. My... Wassel
1: is an amazing drink.
0: <laughs> wassel, yeah, Wassel is the drink. But Wassel <laughs> vacillate between the two. well the? There's an English word. That I'm, seems I'm, like
1: a weird word. It's
0: like an old English word I was thinking for some reason. But, uh, but yeah, they this like this team. Can now can have a bunch of turnovers in the game or no turnovers in the game. It just depends on who how they're they're playing in this one. And this was only a I guess it was a six turnover game for Luca, 12 for everybody else. Um so it was just a bunch of guys turning the ball over. Uh Dwight Powell had bunch three. Guys. Maxie had two, Dorian had two. Um uh, Bullock had two. Like it's just it's it was the role players that really turned the ball over a lot. So you really have to to clean that up. Um, bench points. I look at bench points as a huge thing for the Mavericks. The, the magic had three guys off the bench that really filled it up for him. Gary Harris, Terrence Ross, Chumo Kiki Mavericks yeah. right now without Tim Hardaway jr. And Porzingis, they do not have the offensive, you know, firepower off the bench, um, to match that, which is, which fun, weird. man. Chuma is fun. I like that guy, uh, and Chuck called him OKK the whole the whole night, which is <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> I love Chuck on the broadcast, though. He's that guy is so smart with just like like uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden Brian Damaris brought up like a Greek player, and Chuck is like, "Oh yeah, this guy won a championship with blah blah blah." He like just has such an encyclopedic knowledge about yeah. random sports facts. Um. But if Trey Burke is not going to step up into that six-man role, if Jason Kidd doesn't trust him enough to really step into that six-man role without Tim Hardaway Jr., then uh, the Mavericks don't have any offensive creation off the bench. Like, no yeah. offense off the bench at all.
1: Somebody tweeted at me after the game and said, hey, you know they should have put Trey Burke in. He would have hit one of those shots. I, I'm not confident that Trey Burke's the answer. Um, I'm not confident that Trey Burke wins in this basketball game. <clears throat> I'm not really upset with, any of the rotation stuff, I think Jason Kidd has a very valid, you know, if we're looking at just the last two possessions of this game, <clears throat> I think Jason Kidd has a very valid reason to be furious. And that was one of the most uh, more um, frustrating moments I've seen of kid to see, you know, kid's so calm and collected on the, on the sidelines. I, I joke sometimes when I'm
0: This is a positive uh, world. We'll take the positive. <laughs>
1: I joke when they're in the press box sometimes. I'm like, is he going to get a tech? Like, I, I feel like we never see him get really upset. <laughs> but man, he was upset. I, you know, when they missed the free throw at the end of the game, Maxi gets the rebound and Maxi grabs the ball. As soon as he grabs the ball, Jason Kidd's calling for a timeout. And they don't call the timeout. He's got yeah. a mask on too, right? Which kind of muffled yeah. it.
0: And, but the ref wasn't looking at him at all.
1: He wasn't looking at him. I mean, he, he's, Visibly calling the timeout in this, then Maxi makes the the mistake. Right? I mean, I, I get Maxi should Absolutely. not have. Yeah. Dr- he should not have dribbled the ball. He dribbles the ball. Jalen sucks. You know, steals it. Blah blah blah. Kids just furious about it. You know, and super mad. They should have got the timeout. Didn't go your way. Last you know possession happened. It wasn't It wasn't great. Last thirty seconds there for Maxi because <clears throat> the ball gets gets to Maxi in that corner. It pumps fake, pump fakes, has a wide open three but Dorian's like literally right in front of me, like three feet in front of him. Now I'm not typically the guy that says, Oh, he should have made this decision in those split moments. I know a lot of people love to do that because it's just, it's so hard in that moment. It's
0: It's, easy when we're sitting here watching them.
1: It is so easy. It's easy for me to sit on my couch and watch that and be like, Dorian's literally right in front of you, three feet in front of you. It it just like a tap pass to him and he's dunking the ball and it's a tie ball game, but you know, it's a split second decision end of a basketball game. I get it. He shoots it. He misses it. Just a you know a bad end of the game for Maxi. I kind of feel for him, but you know who I don't feel for, and that is uh, Mo Wagner.
0: Not right? at all. I'm not, not here at all. for this guy. No. Nope. So What's the annoying. opposite of the hot
1: man? The hot man. The hot player. What's the opposite of that? Let's give him. I like. Do do Magic fans like him? Is he is he like a Salah? Is he a? Yeah, if he's right. on your team, you like him, but when like everybody else hates him, he I've never. I mean, I have seen. But I, one of my favorite things is when trash players talk trash. And <laughs> it's just hilarious to me. I, I love it. And I love Luca's, you know, clap back here and there. Shout out to this draft class, too. I know we talk about this draft class a lot. But, man, Franz is amazing. This, I love this, that This guy. year,
0: the, the rookies this year. Yeah, Franz oh Wagner my gosh, is, for, is for real.
1: Dude, 6'10", can handle that thing. Jalen Suggs feels like he's getting better.
0: The, I mean... The yeah. magic between Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony had some real moments. In my guy, my guy, Cole Anthony. I love this guy. What a steal! Uh, between him, <laughs> dunk contest. Cole Anthony, baby. Franz Wagner, and then uh, Chuma Okiki. Like they had some real moments from some of these guys. From some of these younger guys. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be okay with some of these. I mean, it might take them a little bit. They gotta. They gotta figure out who the number one is. I
1: don't yeah. think they
0: have that guy yet. But they have still good, for They have some good. Spe- they have some good pieces.
1: I think they make some moves too. They'll probably trade Terrence Ross, Gary Harris, something like that. But
0: Window Carter Jr. is one that really sticks out for me, though. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so when I wa- when I
1: watch this team, I can't help it that it's the it's the window. What if? What if? <laughs> and you know when you when you're frustrated, you're watching the Mavs. You're like, dang it, this loss sucks. Or <clears throat> you're mad about life. You know, you got a bill coming up. Um, and you're like, dang, I don't know how I'm gonna pay this bill. You know, work's just going too long. You're like, I just need, I need something to think and think about to get my Give mind me some off juice.
0: of it. Give me some juice in my life. And you need
1: something positive. Just think, what if we, what if they didn't make the trade for Luca? We would have had Wendell Carter jr. And Dennis Smith jr. As I like our duo to build around.
0: There's a moment in time in the multiverse where you and I are sitting at the American Airlines center at the draft party for media and a a tweet notification comes to my phone and I open it and it says, Mark Stein, the Mavericks are still Undecided and really holding back, they don't want to send West Matthews in the deal to trade up to get Luka Doncic. And you just look at me and they and don't we, want to
1: take back Kent Bazemore's they money. Don't want,
0: they don't want to take back Kent Bazemore's money, and they don't want to send West Matthews. And we just looked at each other and we're like, "This is going to be another Giannis. If they miss this, this could be another thing where where you know, Cuban doesn't draft Giannis, basically, right? When the, Mavs oh, yeah. did the we we're like, this is going to be a, the biggest what if. It would have been worse forever. Absolutely. But the Mavs don't have. We don't have to say that. What if, right? Like, what if? That's not a what if. But let the Mavs could have Wendell Carter Jr. and Dennis Smith Jr. That could be the the core that you're building around for the Mavs.
1: I mean, they're probably not on the team at this point. But both. But still, I don't know, man. Because we 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 joke about this because there were numerous reports that came out at the time that Dallas did like Wendell Carter, and you know, obviously they make the trade. You know, Luca. They move up to three. Get Luca jaron jackson jr goes forward to memphis atlanta moves back to five get trey and you know then the rest falls like it does with mo bamba wendell and those guys and it's just you know if if that trade doesn't happen and dallas just stays pad at five and they just walk out of that draft with wendell as like Man, because, you know, a lot of people, like some draft people are like, oh, Al
0: Horford 2.0. Is this him? I remember in our draft profile, we thought that he could be Al Horford 2.0. And and, I mean, he's still got time. He's still really young.
1: Yeah, he's not like bad, bad. I'm not saying anything like that. But I mean, he's not in like Lucas world. So he's 20. It's just it's just, you know, that's just one of those what ifs. And, you know, obviously you would have kept your 2000, uh, you know, 19 pick that next year. But that's true. Let's roll with Dennis, Wendell, and Cam Reddish.
0: Let's say let's so, say that uh, becomes Zion. Let's just let's throw let's just throw it out there and say it becomes Zion. Well, I mean, Wendell's playing more than Zion, I guess. So. <laughs> Brunson, Brunson, Harrison Barnes, Wendell Carter Jr., and Zion. What's that getting you?
1: <laughs> no, we'd have, Dwight would be starting with. <laughs> <laughs> With
0: Zion, Wade's like, coming. Dwight off the Powell bench. is a nexus being. He just is the same in every universe. There's no version of the multiverse where Dwight Powell is not on the Mavericks. Dwight, Zion, Dorian, <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> oh man! All right, coming up, let's get into the. we have of to do a 3rd section. second. Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's empty let's empty the notebook about this game. Anything else that stood out to us, and then. Let's look at the standings for the Dallas Mavericks. What's coming up? What can we expect from from this week? The trade deadline is coming up soon. It's not this Thursday, but next Thursday. So get ready. Uh, we will get into that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into the rest of this game. Uh, but before we do, let's tell you about. <laughs> let me tell you about Locked On NBA. The, uh, the ultimate trade deadline show, February 10th. So not this Thursday, but next Thursday when the trade deadline happens, we will have John Corrales and the GOAT, Josh Lloyd, on the show. I will be producing it along with the rest of our crew there. Uh, the, the hour before the trade deadline, the hour after the trade deadline. So wherever you are, that's uh, that's two to, 2 to 4 Central Time, Dallas, Texas time. So wherever you are out there, just know subscribe to the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Turn on notifications for that. All right. Let's get into the rest of this game. Anything else stand out to you? Um, I thought Josh Green had some really good moments, and it, I'm I'm feeling just really good about Josh Green contributing, and I'm, I think, 100% different than what I was to begin the season and even a month into the season. He finishes the game playing 22 minutes, hit two threes. One of them was a, a bomb grenade that Frank Nilakina dished off to him over on the left side because he didn't realize that he, <laughs> the shot clock was going down. Uh, 11 points, three assists for Josh Green. And uh, some pretty good assists. It's it's noticeable when he's in the game, him, Dorian, and Bullock, that they just force a lot more turnovers. They force a lot more steals. The defense is better on the perimeter. Jason Kidd even sub Josh Green into the the game at the end for a defense offense situation. I'm just I'm feeling very positive about Josh Green and the way that he can actually contribute.
1: Yeah, definitely positive. Uh, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent different on him.
0: I, I think I, I, for me, at the the reason why I say that is for me at the beginning of the season when kid wasn't playing him, I was like, oh, well, he's just not an NBA player because they just don't see anything in him and they're not giving him any minutes at all. They weren't playing him, you know, in the least bit. So I said, well, if this if two sets of coaches don't believe in him to even try to develop him, then uh, you know, then he just may not be worth it we were seeing all the stuff desmond bain was doing and like all those and all the other guys that the mavs could have drafted and uh, i thought it was just a, a lost cause I, I definitely jumped the gun on that one and it seems like it's it's kind of turned around there so that's where i was at least
1: yeah and i mean he had that i, I tweeted it out during the game when he had that corner three it's almost like he he, he looks better he does better whenever he doesn't have to think about a shot you know you watch a yeah, right um you know you watch josh green before a game you know we've watched him Pre-game so much at the AAC, and it's like you watch him doing these you know just set shot threes and you're like okay got to work on this form a little bit you know mm-hmm. but it's like that three they that took on the corner it was just all in one motion you, you know caught it it's great. went up shot fluid. it it's like it looked smooth it looked fluid i'm like all right maybe we just like get you shots whenever you're not thinking about it and then the fourth quarter came and he did the uh pump fake one dribble in um long two and didn't even hit the rim. It just like <laughs> off the backboard. I mean, it was like a loud brick right off the backboard. And it's like, all right, still got still got some learning to do. But that's the category that he needs to learn the most in or get better in the most is it is the shooting because plays good defense. He passes the heck out of a ball. It's great that. He, he had a cross court pass tonight to the other corner to Reggie. I'm like, whoa, I, yeah. I think Luca's is the only guy on the team that can pull a pass like that off. So he's fun. I think he's fun at the you know the the sixteen to twenty minute, you know, sure. Mark.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not.
1: Cool. I, I don't, I'm not looking for him to. You know, I'm not looking at Josh Green and saying this. Can he replace Bullock? Well, no, I'm not looking at it and saying. Oh, you know what? We might have to pay Doran this summer. Let's listen to the offers for Doran because we got Josh. I'm not there for that. I'm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not that. Not that. So, he's fun off the bench. I think let him keep developing. Let's, you know, give him minutes. I love seeing him get minutes to where at least we're seeing him develop instead of, hey, he's just, you know, folding the towels over there, but.
0: (laughs) Unfolding them and twirling them around and it's a tight rotation
1: tonight, too. Right. I mean, there was only eight players basically play like Frank and Trey played (laughs) three minutes in this game, but it is a a pretty tight rotation. Dorian played 38 minutes in this game. Luca 37 second night of a back to back. So, you know, they probably and the travel, you know, they (laughs) They played Indiana. You know, Rick's returned there Saturday in night Dallas. Then in Dallas, flew to Orlando to play this game early tip too. you know, six, you know, six o'clock central time. So the schedule makers didn't do them uh, the best service in this game.
0: No, they really forced the, well, the Mavs should have to play both of their former, former, you know, coaches I'm and saying. the emotions
1: too. I mean, can you imagine all the emotional, just like, <sighs> you know, Rick seeing Rick just brought in like, you know, so happy
0: emotions that just draining. You know, so now the Dallas Mavericks lose this game, and this is how brutal the West can be. They got passed up by the Denver Nuggets tonight. The Nuggets <laughs> are on, all of a sudden on a five game winning streak. They're twenty eight and twenty one. So the Mavericks have played a couple more games than them, but uh, but yeah, all of a sudden the Mavs are sixth in the Western Conference, but the Jazz are only a game and a half right mm-hmm. a game a game and a half up on them or two and a half games up on them. That was just a game. A game and a half up on them. math. Um yeah, Jazz are only a game and a half up on both the, the Nuggets and the Mavericks. So there's a scenario where in a couple of days the Mavs are fourth. The Nuggets are fifth, and the Jazz are are sixth there. Uh and also it looks like uh from all the reports I'm seeing right now, Joe Ingles suffered a really, really bad injury in the night tonight. Could have been an ACL, MCL, something like that. Uh, which is brutal you, for which is brutal for them, but they're in a, just a, a tailspin.
1: Yeah, Ingles was a buyout target for me. Not for not for Utah, but I think if they you know if they swing, I mean he still could. He could be like a Rubio situation for him. But you know if they swing for a bigger deal like a Harrison Barnes or Jeremy Grant or something like that, they're going to have to use use Ingles expiring contract, which is you know twelve thirteen million or something like that. So he was a guy I was watching to where if they send him to like a Sacramento and Ingles is like ah don't know if I want to play in Sacramento. I want to play for a contender. (laughs) It's like could we? uh, I would love Ingles off the bench, but hoping the best for him hopefully it's not too bad.
0: What are you expecting this week for the, for, you know, the week before the trade deadline? Usually I think this week we get a Monday, you know, empty the notebook, some kind of report (laughs) or something. So we're hoping that we have something to report to you guys tomorrow. Uh, Rumors. I'm sure there'll be stuff all over the place. If you see stuff, tag us in it. Uh, If you see rumors so we can talk about them on the show, you can tag, you can tag me and stuff like that.
1: My favorite is when Woj tweets Uh, something about the Mavs and then like, we start getting DMs and tweets. Hey, do you see Woj? Yeah, say-
0: not, not the Woj stuff,
1: right? But just the,
0: <laughs> the stuff in the corners. Uh, but legitimate not it, people too. <laughs> don't tag me if it's Scoop B because he blocked me for some reason. So, don't oh, what'd you say? I don't know. I, I I've never interacted with Scoop B, so that's adorable. <laughs> um, what I'm expecting this week? Yeah, I
1: mean. Monday is going to be a day. We'll see some, God forbid, some freaking Ben Simmons updates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's staying, man. I don't think that. I think they trade him in the offseason. They waste let's, They waste a year of Joel Embiid's career.
1: Let, let's try to guess the Ben Simmons headline this week. Right, let me go first.
0: Okay. Ben Simmons and Clutch
1: meet with Philly ownership today and discuss his current situation. <laughs> and sides have agreed that Philly will look for a trade but if it doesn't work out, they'll revisit it in the offseason. But Simmons will stay away for mental health reasons.
0: Both yeah. sides of the Sixers and Ben Simmons are encouraged by the progress they have made in trying to find a tra- tra- trade for Ben Simmons. <laughs> there's going to be something where there's like, they both feel good about the movement they've made, but there's literally no movement that has made, right? Like, I yeah. feel like that's what it's going to be.
1: <laughs> that, that's what it is. it's happening this week maybe not on monday but it's yeah, happening it'll happen um, this week. We'll see. yeah we'll see what i mean i think for dallas's sake i mean i, I don't think the brunson dorian stuff's going anywhere until the no. deadline passes like that's only gonna <clears throat> i think it's only gonna heat up to be honest especially when you look at you know it feels like some of these guys are kind of dropping out of you know we were walking out of the game the other night getting in the car and it's like dang like how's this deadline gonna you know be now if if Ben yeah. stays, you know, if Miles Turner's not going to get traded, is it? Are we really just watching to see who, who you, are know, the big names? <laughs> you know gets? Jeremy Grant, you know, is Harrison it. Barge traded? If Sacramento's holding on to Fox, you know, does a team look at a Brunson or something and say, "All right, we want we want to really go after"? It? I I don't know. Like we'll see. I, I think you know if you listen to Zach Lowe's pod the other day, he talked briefly about the Mavs, and when he said, you know, the Mavs are his sneakily. Uh, you know, most interesting team at the deadline for just the direction they go. If they stand pat and, or if they, you know, decide to shake it up with some of these guys, that could be free agents, but either way we'll have rumors. Just make sure you follow, like follow the right people for the rumors and the legitimate. And let's see what Mark Stein, Mark Stein's been doing great stuff in his sub stack. You know, make sure you subscribe to that. We'll see. Obviously, you know, woes and shams, See what Cato has to say this week. Tim McMahon's always going to be reporting. Um, yeah, it should be fun to see what trickles out this week. And of course, as you guys know, and if you haven't, if you jumped on over the past, I don't know, six months. Let's say you're a brand new Locked On Mavs listener. Shout out to you. We do we do some emergency pods. All right. So if something big goes down over the pat over the next like week and a half. It's kind of like we love to do an emergency pod. We've done it for all the big events that's happened yeah. over the past
0: the five. The Nerlens Noel trade, the Porzingis trade, the yo, know. <laughs> that Porzingis
1: trade. I mean, it's still, it might still hold the record for our most downloads in a pod, maybe. Oh maybe. No, I,
0: I think I think we beat it for the playoffs this past year, and then or the, the Luca
1: the, game winner in the bubble,
0: and then probably the Slovenia Olympics run. I think we probably. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that Slovenia run uh,
1: <laughs> made us some change. But, uh, <laughs> anyway stay tuned we'll
0: be talking about all the rumors thanks again for making lockdown maps your first listen every single day we are back tomorrow Breaking down all the rumors that come out on Monday. Now make your second listen. Locked on bets or Locked on NBA. Go check out both of those podcasts. Great stuff from Jackson Gatlin talking into the three biggest stories around the league in on Locked on NBA. I also host the show on Thursday, so go check out Locked on NBA on YouTube and on the podcast, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Maps.